Hey, what's up, everybody? You asked for it, so you are getting it. Um, this is going to be a one-take cut of the intro and the outro for this podcast episode. Um, so, no mistakes. That's how I live my life, unlike my parents. But, uh, so, yeah, today we are joined by Ryan Ream, who is the behind-the-scenes man for a lot of things in the air gun industry. Uh, two of the most notable ones would be the Shooter 1721 um brand basically with rick ream the trick shot master and legend um and then the air gun sporting association so asa which is a nonprofit that um you'll hear ryan talk about and kind of the main goals behind it and how you can join and become a part of it to support the education of air guns uh, as far as hunting goes and just general education and um being able to uh get access of air guns into places and things like that but we'll let ryan tell you about this in the episode um again we did join and partner with tacticam so just want to let you guys know this episode is brought to you in part by those guys over there with some of the dopest uh recording gear for your hunts Uh, whether you're an air gunner or you're a bow hunter um or you're a fisherman or whatever it is uh, they have the stuff for you so go check those guys out at tacticam.com and um yeah, so if you stick around to the end of this episode, I will show you how to get free shipping as well as 10% off of your order when you check out um, the Liberty or Death Co., which again, Ryan talks about him starting this apparel company here. Um, so a big uh, Second Amendment fan and advocate, uh, and so am I myself. So if you are one of those people and you want to support a local or, or a, uh, an American-made call that local if you're american it's local if you want to support that kind of brand uh, and that kind of product then stick around i'll show you how to get some money off when you head over to that website well ryan ream welcome to the air gun podcast dude thank you so much for having me i'm really excited to be here this is actually the first podcast i've ever done I've uh, shot over 700 videos and I've been all over the place, but I've never done a podcast. So this is really exciting. Wow, dude, that that is uh, kind of shocking. I figured you would have been on some podcast before or nope, nope. secretly is... had your own that you started. No, not yet. That's... <laughs> no. Is that something that's in the works possibly? No, no, it's. It's nothing. It's something I've talked about from time to time, bounced it off the wife. She thinks it's a good idea, especially in these uh, cold winter months here in Pennsylvania. It's definitely mm-hmm. something that would be fun to pass the time. But I've been very, uh, very busy with dad lately out filming every weekend. So no podcast in my in my future. Well, yeah, dude, you're a busy man. I mean, just looking at all the stuff that you do on just on Instagram alone. I'm like, good Lord, this guy has like more than 24 hours in a day somehow. But um yeah it's amazing so why don't you just uh give our listeners kind of a a rundown of what you do and kind of your role which are many in the air gun industry um and then we'll just dive into your story and kind of how you got here okay awesome so my role in the industry is a digital content manager so essentially what i do is analyze uh well, all the analytics on the in the back office on facebook instagram uh youtube stuff like that for a, a few other companies, uh, one of the biggest companies that I'm currently working for and with, and I've actually been with for three years now, is the Airgun Sporting Association. So basically just managing, you know, all the content. I think uh, my official title with ASA is uh, communications director. So it's kind of a, a fancy term for, you know, 
the guy on <laughs> on Facebook. So that's that's kind of what I do. I, I also uh, film for uh, Shooter Seventeen Twenty One, who's my dad. Uh, yeah, it's been it's been a wild ride so far. So that's that's kind of a, a brief summary of of me and, or what I do essentially in the industry. Sweet man, and uh, I I know a lot of people are pretty familiar with uh, well ASA especially, which I've been working my tail off to try and promote them and get as much attention towards them as possible for people in the industry. Um, but uh, also your dad with his trick shots that every time I see one, I'm just like, dude, he's not, he's not human. He's not from here. Cause it's oh, just man, I wonder unbelievable, dude. <laughs> it's like it's, crazy. It It is, you know, he, he works a, a full-time job on top of doing the whole YouTube thing and uh, to, to have time to come up with uh, the, the stuff he comes up with sometimes just isn't human. Like I, I, I'll go down to the house to, uh, to film, you know, on the weekends and stuff. And he'll be like, Oh, I've got, I've got all these ideas, you know? And it's like, dude, we actually work at the same company. And I'm like, when, when did you have time? He's a, he's a project manager. I'm like, when did you have time to come up with like, all of these ideas it's really uh it's really impressive i think it's just kind of in our in our dna you know stuff like that but yeah yeah dude you you guys are a talented family and funny story about your dad i don't know if you ever <laughs> heard this but earlier on when i was just getting the podcast going um i was like guys who should i have on and i was asking people and tyler patner was like have on shooter 1721 and i had a bunch of people like yeah so i reached out um and I didn't get a response, which I expected. I mean, like I said, the dude is so busy. So jokingly on one of the uh, the Pyramid Air like Q&A things where you can mm-hmm. submit a question. Yep. I was like, <laughs> so I'll, I'll preface this first. Tyler Patton and I talk on a regular basis. Um, he he feels like a guy that even, even though I haven't met him in person, that like if we saw each other, we'd be like, dude, how have you been? It's been so long since we've seen you it's been literally never but i feel like we're best friends um so anyway we were talking about how cool your dad is and just how nice of a guy he is and just like how we would like to hang out with him someday so anyway that was a background conversation text message had nothing to do on social media so then i I sent in on the uh the q a thing i was like hey i reached out to rick ream and he told me to suck it Um, totally joking but um and tyler knew i i was totally kidding about that as well um but anyway word got around so then joe who is who just took over for dick dixon at predator Mm -hmm. he texted me he's like hey dude we need to talk and i'm like okay what's up and he told me that people were reaching out to your dad, like some of the sponsors being like, did you really say that? So I felt so bad. I was like, Oh my (laughs) gosh, dude, I freaking blew it. But, and I tried to explain to him like, Hey, I'm so sorry. Like it it was totally like a joke because Tyler Patner and I were talking about like how cool of a guy you are. But I, then I, I felt like I sounded like I was like trying to get brownie points or something or like make up for it. But anyway, funny story about your, your dad and me pretty much. Rooney. I actually remember that. I I saw that video and I immediately called Dad and I'm like, dude, why 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 are you blowing him off? Like, did you really like? I I just went crazy when I saw that. And he's like, so back up a little bit on the YouTube channel. Just like, uh, which which podcast was you were talking just about? 
being an influencer and you've got all these people contacting you every day. And I mean, like you, you literally, your phone is just going off nonstop from, from the time you wake up in the morning till you go to bed and it just keeps right on going. Mm-hmm. So like dad's constantly getting bombarded with questions and stuff like that. And he's, he totally, totally missed uh, the message from you about the podcast. Cause when I talked to him, he was like, Oh, I would have totally have done that. So uh, yeah <laughs> yeah and we'll, we definitely got to get him on here for sure oh it'd be a blast dude and you know I, i've talked to a lot of people in the industry too and who who know your dad and uh one of them you know justin jacobson and he's like he's just one of the coolest guys ever and i'm like dude i can tell just from video but maybe you can give us some blackmail on your dad and be like he used to spray us with the fire hose when we were kids you know Something nothing probably like is... <laughs> no, nothing like that, but man, so let's let's go let's go to the beginning of Shooter Seventeen Twenty One. I'm gonna I'll give you guys a little bit of backstory. So I actually originally started the, that channel or that brand to review paintball guns. I was big into competitive paintball back in the day, and uh, I was just gonna start reviewing paintball guns, kind of the way we review air guns and stuff like that. So. Uh, we, we did a couple videos. It was just kind of subpar. We weren't getting the performance we really wanted. And one day dad was out honest to God. He was just out in the backyard, uh, shooting a business card that he had gotten from Crossman at the time at the great American outdoors show. And I'm like, dude, what are you like? What are you doing? He's like, I'm just splitting this playing card just for fun. Like he wasn't filming it. Nothing. It was just kind of, he was just out there entertaining himself. And I was like, Hmm, you know what? We got to get this on YouTube. Like, I mean, so I, uh, shoot, I don't remember what I had. I I had some sort of potato phone at the time and I'm like (laughs) trying to film it. Like you watch our old stuff. It is so cringy. Like I, I was actually just watching the other day. I was like, Oh my goodness. I can't believe, you know, we're where we are now, but, um, yeah, that, so, uh that's kind of how that all all started man dad playing paintball you think he's a, a good shot with an air gun man i i he's he's ridiculous dude i can only imagine he'll be like hey i got i'm gonna i'm gonna ricochet this paintball off of this and hit that guy check it out and oh. i'll be upside down while i do it so 40 50 yards away guy standing between like there's these two barrels like stacked on top of each other or four barrels stacked on top of each other and there's this tiny tiny crack and i mean like just big enough to get a paintball through dad's standing there and i'm just watching he's like puts it right through the freaking right through this crack at like 40 yards i'm like that's not that's not normal and i mean this is when we were younger this is way before youtube you know dad would just take us out and play recreational paintball before the whole tournament thing started but yeah it was it was really funny he's kind of always had that always had that gift (laughs) he's like thank god he's not a sniper you know i know right or or maybe one day i don't know i feel like his calling is is good here so rick please don't go to the military (laughs) he actually was he actually was in the military oh really but that is that'll have to be uh, another story for another time i think one that uh would be best told by him yeah dude we'll have to so We'll have to hear from him. So, so back to you. Um, what are, are you as into the air guns as your dad or, I mean, what, what's, what's your take on all this? Or are you just seeing like opportunities for, you know, business and you I know, grew up, doing things? I, actually, I grew up shooting air guns. I mean, from 
I mean, before I can even remember, like learning to walk and, le- and learning how to shoot air guns kind of went hand in hand. I mean, obviously from a responsible standpoint, you know, dad just kind of had us out there, let us, you know, pull, he'd hold a gun, we'd pull the trigger and he just, you know, taught us gun safety, how to handle guns, how to shoot guns. And uh, it, it all kind of revolved around air guns. Dad grew up shooting air guns and then kind of as we were coming up, that's, that's all he had. Or, you know, he had other guns and stuff, but I mean, like it was primarily, he, he had, he was really passionate about it. So that's, you know, what we got to do. So it was something I grew up with. Uh, it's not, I didn't get into the air gun industry for profit by any means. It, this, this kind of just fell in our lap. Every, everything that I have encountered and accomplished in, in the industry has just kind of been by happenstance. I haven't gone out of my way to do any of this, um, yeah, I am. I'm not as passionate as dad is about the industry. I mean, dad is, you know, you, you think of air guns and, and he definitely comes to mind. Mm. Uh, I, I really enjoy shooting. And so does my wife. Actually, our whole family really enjoys shooting air guns. So that there's stuff you'll never see on video where we all just kind of get together and have these crazy competitions and see who's the, the best shot in the family. We'll leave, well, that... we'll leave that to the imagination. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, man, that's, that's really cool, though, because the. Uh... I mean, it's just something that you guys as a family can do. And that's cool that your, your wife is into it as well, because my, my wife isn't quite there. She's like very supportive of me, but she's not like super interested in it. And Mm -hmm. she hates like the fact that I may or may not bring a a dead animal into the house and and skin (laughs) it. So I try, try and do it outside whenever I, you know, get the opportunity to do that. But, um, yeah, she's not she's not as into it. But my son, who is two years old now, ever since he was really born, like when he could see things, he would see me grab like my guns and he would like do this excited, like kicky thing and like shake. And then mm-hmm. once he was able to start like walking and making noises and stuff, he was always going towards the air guns. Like if, if I was out, you know, or, or if I had them out. So he's always been really interested in them and you know we 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 pray all the time he he always asks to pray multiple times at dinner and breakfast and stuff like that and just throughout the day he'll just say i want to pray i'm like okay <laughs> buddy what do, you, what do you want to pray for and without fail he mentions chickens and gun guns which is what he calls the guns so he's he's super into it so i'm sure i'll have a, a shooting partner in the near future but <clears throat> um yeah it's it's a cool thing. So what about you? You're a, you're a dad as well. So how, how are you uh, expecting to handle gun guns in the future? So handling gun guns in the future, he is, so my, my son's a year and a half uh, or a little, a little over that. So I, I'm right there with you. Uh, when, when we're going to bed, he, he's always, he wants he wants to pray and he always wants to, uh, <laughs> he always wants to thank God for, for pop pop and, and Nana, which is mm. pretty, pretty cool but speaking of pop pop he just makes this popping noise every time he hears air guns or a gun going off he he instinctively or first thing he thinks of is uh is my dad's that's really funny but yeah <laughs> i i totally see him being the uh the next generation of shooter for sure um yeah well like that's I a said. cool thing man and and you do stuff with firearms as well right i mean i i, I see your posts but maybe people listening don't don't know exactly yeah, I'm I'm a very big Second Amendment advocate. I uh 
I've been into the firearm scene for a long time. I've been more public about the firearms kind of aspect, more so than the air guns. And then I produce more air gun content than I do firearms content. But it's it's confusing. But I mean, I, I do have I do have a, a handful of firearms and I, I, I really enjoy, you know, I really enjoy that. A yeah, lot. it's a cool thing, too. I mean, and, and when you can kind of work with them both, that's like that's the best of both worlds, of course. But um, so are you doing anything specifically with any firearms like companies? Are you producing any media stuff for any firearms companies or what else do you have in the works? I feel like you have a million things. I do have a million things. Um, I have a few. I, so I started a small side business with, uh, actually my, my neighbor that just moved in is a video producer as well. And he's, he's a very talented young man, uh, very accomplished young man. I'm, I'm blessed to have him as a neighbor. Um, but him and I started Nighthawk media group and our vision and goal for that. It's, it's just been in this soft launch stage now for a year but we wanted to get into commercial video and stuff like that like actually filming commercials Mm -hmm. and stuff for firearms companies and we've we've had a few people reach out and we've we've had talks with them and kind of worked on a few small projects so uh that is on the back burner uh realistically the the shooter 1721 brand is front and center with uh with what we're doing right now i mean for me anyways Mm -hmm. so um so not necessarily no i don't really have anything in the firearms industry that i'm really looking at right now i've got i've got a handful of contacts i could reach out to and probably get started on that kind of stuff and and believe it or not dad i I don't know if you've ever seen any of his videos but he you know hot son does have some shotguns and and stuff so we we've we've done that on uh on his channel Mm -hmm. you know but uh yeah so the short answer is is not really no well i don't blame you there's so much that you already have going i i can't even imagine what it's like to be you because i i freaking suck at getting content created it's like i have this baby i have a wife i have to work this job and i have to make food sometimes and you know all the things that go along with being a a husband and a dad and then i'm like okay i can either stay up an extra hour and probably die in the morning Mm-hmm. from exhaustion <laughs> to create content or I can try and sleep and find time. So it, it's a never ending battle. So I, I commend you for all of the many things that you have going on and you do them very well too. I'm, it's not like crap content. So I appreciate it. I, I mean, I, I do find myself slacking in some areas. Sometimes I'll just be like, it's good enough. We need to get this out as quick as possible. And, you know, um, yeah, I, I think, Totally, I totally get where you're coming from, though, too, about being a, a father and a, a husband. You know, it's it, it's really challenging. I mean, you you have to lose sleep if you want to be successful at this, especially working a day job. I mean, I'll put in 12 hour days, come home, eat dinner with the family, put everyone to bed, basically. And then it's back to the office to, uh, you know, work on projects till one in the morning try and get a few hours of sleep if, if humanly possible. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, you'll have those sleepless nights where you're just sitting there thinking about like four projects you've got going on. And then, you know, I, I work in the, the healthcare sector installing like uh, medical equipment um, mm. such as uh, wheelchair lifts and stuff like that. So, oh, cool. y- you know, then you start thinking about that and it's, it's a lot, it really is. But I think one, one thing that's really helped me, and I did that 
I, I really wanted to do a video series. I, I think it's really unrealistic with my schedule right now, but I want to do that video series just on like, you know, tech tips on Mondays just to kind of give other content creators uh, a shot in the arm, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but the, the Facebook business suite has just been, has been my go-to. And I, I, I think people think I don't sleep, but I actually just sit on there and I'll schedule, you know, like for the Aragon Sporting Association, uh, my wife and I'll sit down and schedule out an entire two months worth of posts for Instagram and Facebook and just not forget about it, but just, it's good to go. We know that, you know, we're going to have content rolling out and then for shooter, shooter media, like I'll just go through and schedule a bunch of random stuff. I mean, you'll just see random pictures of me, like holding a knife or doing this. And that's, that's just me experimenting to see what I can get away with. So I'll right. just go and schedule, uh, just spam all these pictures. I'm not actually, I'm not actually doing it at the time you're seeing the post. I did that three weeks ago and then just kind of scheduled it out. You know, it's, yeah, yeah. It's, it's all about time management realistically to be, to be really successful and competitive in this, in this industry. So I just launched, I think we launched uh, three t-shirt brands and we did the same thing with all of that. Just kind of scheduled everything out, sat down, took an hour, got everything scheduled. And I mean, now it's just on autopilot. So we'll see what happens with that. Dude, that's awesome. So you you definitely seem like an entrepreneur, and even though I hate that word, one because it's too. hard to say. <laughs> everyone wants to be one, and it also is French, and I don't really get along with those kinds of people. Um, Absolutely. Just kidding. I have nothing against the French. Uh, it's just like a, you know, an American inside joke. You always make fun of the French. That are um, the Canadians, man. You got to watch them Canadians. <laughs> I'm the, kidding. I'm kidding. I love those guys. <laughs> they're great, dude. Jordan Peterson, probably one of my favorite Canadians. Oh, um, man. But um, yeah, so what What has kind of been your inspiration to pursue all of these things? Like what? What? what's the ultimate goal here, if you would be vulnerable to tell us? Ooh, the ultimate goal. Oh, my goodness. Just to be a better me today than I was yesterday. Like I love setting like goals and trying to, to achieve more every day. Like this, the whole t-shirt thing has been like in the back of my mind for a year, year and a half. And it's like, I finally sat down. I was like, I am doing this. It's just something on my bucket list. I mean, the same as being on a podcast. I mean, this has been on a bucket list and I mean, you, you get to scratch that off for me. So that's freaking awesome, you know, but yeah. So I mean, eventually I want to own a brick and mortar store, you know, someday down the road and just it's, it's there, it's going to happen. You know, right now I'm just focusing on, on uh, my current endeavors, but yeah. Well, that's awesome, dude. I mean, it's really cool to see someone kind of taking on what you're doing with, with media and things like that for the air gun industry. I feel like, you're no one's really doing it like you and in the you know the shooter 1721 um brand it's just really cool so i mean i don't would there be any room like down the road eventually for you to work with other brands per se or like hey we'll we'll help you produce your content because we've gotten to this size and this dominance level that we can do that now Absolutely. That's actually that that is actually something on my radar uh, to start working with other brands, just even with uh, something as basic as social media management, just and not even taking over the role as social media manager, but just help fill in like, 
where where it's needed you know create create some content but it's branded content for that specific company they get to use it exclusive rights you know help out Mm -hmm. in any way possible because i mean most of your big companies out there have some sort of communications director and i've noticed so in in my younger years like contacting companies to try and do something like this you're probably going to be talking to their communications director and you don't want to tell that guy hey you know you're doing a terrible job you know at your social media Mm -hmm. presence so you got to go into it with uh, finesse and be, you know, I want to help you achieve your job at the end of the day. I want you to be able, you know, I want to help you do a better job or not necessarily like that, but you know, right. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. 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 You, you got to be tactful with it and, you know, not, not totally um, rip them to shreds, you know? Absolutely. So, so then disregarding all that advice you just gave, how would you critique the Ergen podcast social media presence? Like where, where do you think that I could be doing better? Oh man, you're, you're so, you're so unique that that's, that's really difficult. I mean, you do an outstanding job with, you know, getting your teaser posts out there. Uh, delivering the podcast is great. I mean, you've got the ability to sponsor the podcast. I mean, I feel like you've got all of your bases covered in that Avenue. You've got very little, um, competition so i mean yeah <laughs> you're you're doing great i mean yeah well that makes me feel better because sometimes i'm like god dude i suck man no I need, no 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 i need you're, someone to take over no you're free your, your presence is outstanding i mean i you're not shadow banned or anything like that i always see your stuff um yeah i mean you're, you're doing an outstanding job just start start scheduling posts and yeah god. spend time with the family that's what I need to do next <laughs> schedule the posts. But well, sweet dude. I mean, there's a lot of really cool things I feel like that you're doing and then, and that are behind the scenes and you're filming. So like, how did you get into to filming? What was that? Did you go through any kind of schooling or you just, you picked up a camera and you're like, I want to film some stuff. I have always been passionate about filming stuff. My, my mom had a handy cam, a Sony way back in the day. And we filmed like, five or six home movies that are cringed here but i directed and filmed them <laughs> and i just i had a, a blast doing that I've, I've always been kind of into photography and stuff like that and i mean yeah so it's just kind of something that that came naturally my mom's a, a photographer so i think it's definitely just kind of in my dna you know mm-hmm. so no film school it's been all trial and error you know putting stuff up and putting dad's videos up and and watching people critique it then i'm just like yeah i should probably change the way i'm doing that so i mean it it has been a lot of just kind of throwing stuff at the wall and seeing what sticks and then developing my style around that Mm -hmm. another inspiration i found is watching uh like peter mckinnon and some of the the canadian youtubers that that film uh camera reviews and stuff i mean some of those guys are some of the best vlogger slash gear reviewers i've ever seen i mean hands down um so i've got i've taken a lot of inspiration that's kind of uh been the past year or so that's inspired my uh my artistic eye or taste or whatever you want Mm -hmm. to consider it you know yeah so yeah and it's it's hard to figure out like what what your style is too because like i i as far as producing content like i've i've also always been into like taking pictures and and filming 
Um, and I always had to like use like my cousin's camera or something. Cause we, I never had anything like that growing up or like high school, take like a photography class and get to use like a really, you know, pretty nice camera and, you know, just like messing with the features. And I, I, I still think I would consider myself like very much an amateur, but not, not to the degree where I'm like clueless about like functions of like lighting or like up close, you know, like macro or my, like all that kind of stuff. Um, but I still am like, I have a million different things to learn as far as filming and, and pictures and all that kind of stuff go, but I've always liked it. And I've been trying to figure out like, what's my style. Cause I'm a, I'm a goofy guy, obviously. I mean, if you watch my stuff, but I, also you'll see like a, a different side of me. If I'm talking with someone who I'm not super familiar with like on a podcast episode or, or like someone I've never really spoken to and the podcast is the first time we're kind of talking you'll notice like a little bit of a different tone but if I'm talking to someone like Tyler Patner <laughs> you know the first thing that I asked him on the podcast was if he was circumcised and <laughs> so there's like there's definitely like a a playful and like goofy side to me so I like I'm trying to figure out my style of like how to deliver like helpful real like relevant content but also be like myself and and just be goofy and not like too serious mm -hmm. and it's tricky i feel like the, those are two of the hardest they're like opposing things so like delivering them in a a successful way i guess is is tricky so it probably seems more like i'm just bipolar like i'm really serious <laughs> on one scene and like the next scene i'm just tripping out on drugs or something but um i don't do any drugs in case anyone's wondering i i i, I do have caffeine but oh my gosh yeah caffeine dude i'm actually drinking coffee right now dude. after this i'm straight to uh final cut to uh do some do some post-production for another video so uh, well i'm i'm right alongside you i'm drinking coffee right now and then as soon as i go in i'm working on editing the podcast but uh man Dude, so I have a question for you that maybe doesn't pertain to a whole lot, but uh, do you have another sibling? I have two brothers. Two brothers, okay. I have two brothers. Yup, they are two two younger brothers, and they are they are something else. I tell you what, really you great guys, guys. You you guys get along now? Oh my gosh, yeah. Yup, uh, my. Seriously, my two best friends. I mean, you need anything; it's they're just a phone call away, and I mean, they'll they'll show up and you know do what they got to do. That's awesome, man. Having having close siblings that'll have your back is is always good. Brothers are good. So, no sisters then? All boys? No sisters, just all, yep, all boys. Dude, that's that's how it was for me. I mean, it still is that way, but that we're like you know, some of us are married and. And then there's all a bunch of little girls in the family and all the grandkids and stuff like that. But hmm. it's funny to, to get kind of used to like, cause we would just like beat each other up all the time and, and we're still like super duper close, you know, same thing. If any one of us needs anything, you know, just call us and we'll, we'll be there. But being little boys and like beating the crap out of each other and like, you know, watching Ninja Turtle movies. And then like after, once the credits start rolling, you, you start practicing everything you just saw in the movie and just wrecking each other. It's funny to like take that and 
you know, like transfer it to your own kids and girls. I don't have any girls yet, but I have, you know, I have a lot of nieces. So trying to teach them the ways of, you know, Jackie Chan and that kind of thing is, it's fun, but you see how different little boys and little girls are. Absolutely. Yep. I, my, uh, my brothers both have, we, we each have a kid. So the, the youngest brother, Sean, he, he uh, had a daughter and then uh, PJ had a son. So it's going to be really interesting watching them all grow up together. I know we, uh, we as brothers did the exact same thing, man. We'd watch, you know, watch a Star Wars movie and go out with our, our lightsabers and just beat each other till we had welts. It was just like, and I mean, it, it wasn't like we were playing, like we were, <laughs> we were actually like going after each other. And then it evolved into airsoft and paintball. And, you know, we were really competitive. And I mean, like really competitive. We've mellowed out now that we've had kids, but I think that competitive side's still there. Yeah, there. It, it's like under control now for me more because in, in high school, I was super competitive, but only like you know, football was my sport. So like everything football, I was super serious about. So like training in the off season, like I didn't I didn't skip anything. If I was sick, I was still training like I was working my tail off every single practice, like no slacking whatsoever. But if you wanted to play like intramural basketball, I would make other kids so mad because I would like you know, just <laughs> shoot it from full court or like go behind the backboard and try and shoot it. Just zero competition <laughs> in, in things that I didn't really care about. But as I've gotten older, it's like my competitive nature has turned more into like, okay, how do I be successful and provide for my family while mm-hmm. not just working a job that is destroying my soul and making me want to <laughs> drown in coffee, you know? Right. So it's definitely transformed, but I feel like it's it's still there. It's it's like evolved into from competitive to like I don't know, driven to be a good dad and a good husband, but not just freaking work my whole life away for a company that doesn't care about me. Absolutely. Well, you you ultimately want to turn this into a full-time gig, right? Yeah, dude, that would be the dream. You know, honestly, to 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 be uh, vulnerable with you guys, which I feel like that's always a difficult thing for me because, you know, grew up with four brothers and we were just raised like, hey, don't be a wuss, be tough, <laughs> don't cry ever or I will kill you. And then <laughs> if you're hurt, just laugh. So uh, side note, super weird. Anytime I get like hurt, like I'll like – if you kick your shin on something like hard, like a trailer hitch and you, you just want to curl up and die. I just start laughing. Or if I like, I dislocate something like, so my wife gets really weirded out by that. She's like, what are you doing? And, but anyway, my um, kids like that, dude, my, my kid just ran into, uh, ran into the trailer. He was running around outside of my <laughs> landscaping trailer, ran into it and he just starts laughing. I look at my wife. I'm like, Oh my goodness. Look out, dude. And I feel like a lot of the res- the, they react based on your response to it. So every time my son eats it, I'm like, hey, yay, like clapping, like you did so good. I'll be like, do it again. That way he's probably not going to do it again, but he he doesn't like scream his head off. So he's the a exact tough, same way. Dude, uh, yep. And my wife has come a long way because, like I said, I, I grew up with a bunch of boys and we were always fighting each other. And like, you know, if we got injured or like we split something open like our head or our shin or whatever it was. 
instead of going to the hospital because my parents, they just couldn't afford it with how often we were going and how many kids they had. <laughs> my mom just started super gluing wounds. So she's like, get the peroxide and get the super glue. I, so we would just super glue stuff. So it's, it's been a transition for my wife to get used to that. Cause she just had a sister, you know, and it's like two, two girly girls growing up and then getting introduced to parenthood is a big learning curve for anyone, but especially if you're going from, you know, girly girl, nurturing mother's side of things to having a wild little boy that is like, wants to shoot animals at the zoo. And that kind oh of thing. man. Yup. But yeah, dude, it's, it's a cool thing. And, but uh, yes. So anyway, back to what I was saying is I was applying for a job recently and it, it was like a four part process for the interview. And it was to be a, a head CrossFit coach at a gym that's you know near me um and i have like it seemed like the perfect job like all i had all the qualifications they were looking for i had previous you know gym and facility management i had sorry i'm choking on my coffee i had had everything they're looking for you know they brought me in to teach a class after they took me through the interview process and showed me around the gym and all this different stuff so i taught a class and i'm like waiting to hear back and i was just kind of praying like all right lord if this is like not the the job like if i don't get this job it's i feel like it's because you're really wanting me to like pour it on with the Ergon podcast stuff and like pursuing that and so i was just waiting to hear back and it would have been a really good fit too especially just for the timing of everything that's been going on with like covid and you know losing the job and all, all kinds of crazy stuff but anyway, they were like, hey, we were actually going to do an internal hire. And they had they had, had people fly out from like Florida and Kansas and stuff like that to come to the job interviews. So they were like, we're actually just going to do an internal hire. And I'm like, well, that's pretty weird considering you had people fly out and, and like six people go through this whole crazy long process to hear back and just say you're just going to hire someone who was already there. But hmm. Anyway, it was a real bummer, but then I just really felt like, okay, I feel like that's my answer. Like I got to, you know, turn up the heat with, with this brand and just pursuing things. You know, I have a lot of other things in the works too. I feel like we're very similar in that we, there's always another project that we're like, that's on the horizon and we're working on what we have in front of us right now. And once it gets to a certain point where we can kind of pursue that next thing, then we're doing it. And so I have some cool things and I'm hoping that just one day they'll just take off and I can just be like a billionaire and just sponsor all the air gunners and give them whatever they need. But yeah, eventually long winded answer. I'd, I'd love to do this full time and, and create more content, you know, on YouTube and, and visual content and stuff like that. So it's not just audio, but you know, fly out, do a podcast episode and record it with someone and actually get to put a, a face to a voice and that kind of thing for people but dude get out here come on out to pa i mean you're you're welcome here anytime you can crash on our couch if you wanted to like dude i will sleep outside if you let me <laughs> come there i will no freaking get get on get, get your butt out here get your butt out to pa we'll hang out i mean october man if you can come out in like october if this whole covid thing blows over man we we have uh schmitty the owner of schmitty's beard sauce uh mm-hmm. He comes up and we all go squirrel hunting. And actually this year we went 
uh, fox hunting. We, so we went predator hunting with air guns and squirrel hunting. It was a great time. We had a bunch of uh, noobs come out, like people have never shot air guns before. And, mm-hmm. and dad kind of put on a, a show down at his place at his, at his range. And it was, just, it was a really good time. Uh, but no, it'd be great to have someone like you just kind of come out and, and hang out. You're, you're a veteran and get some videos done. And yeah, that'd be, that'd be epic. Dude, that'd be awesome. And that's really one of the things that, one of the biggest things I hoped to do with kind of the podcast or the brand, if you will, the podcast is just kind of my, my entrance into the air gun industry because I'm like, okay, well, I can't compete with Matt Dubber's videos. I can't compete with your videos. I can't compete with a lot of these top guys. I don't have anywhere near the equipment. You know, I have like a crappy, like off-brand Android and I got a, you know, Diana storm rider, but no pellets and no pump. And I, I'm still waiting on that kind of stuff. So I was like, you know, how, how can I make my way and kind of set myself apart from all these other hot shots that are already in the industry without doing film. And I was like, is there a podcast? And I couldn't find one. So I was like, okay, I guess I'll just do this. And it's turned into something, you know, bigger than I thought, but I'm, I still, though I'm grateful and surprised at where it is. I'm like, okay, well I, I can take this more places, but I really wanted to start collaborating with other people and just building that community and, and not being like exclusively like I belong to this side of the air gun industry versus that side. Or, you know, I'm only a big bore guy and small bore people have small wieners and that's just that, <laughs> you know? So, um, which I don't think that's true. At least I hope it's it might, it might, it might be true. I, I, I mean, I can't confirm that, but. Well, I mean, what if you shoot both? Oh my goodness. Then. And we we'll, leave, we'll leave that to the imagination. <laughs> we, won't, we won't go into detail, but yeah. So I just, I really would love to do some collaborations and that's what I always end up kind of talking with the guests that I have on the podcast about, uh, you know, afterwards when, when we're done with the episode and everything is like, Hey, I would love to come out and do some collaborations. And I think the audience and the, like the listeners would really like that as well. I mean, once Matt Dubber and Rolf and Gerard, that's my mm-hmm. English version of saying it. Once they started collaborating, I was like, dude, it's about freaking time. You guys did a video together, you know? And I know they, it's not like, like we, if you're bad at geography, you're like, dude, don't you guys live in the same country? <laughs> and like, yeah, but it's a country dude. So, um, yeah, I was like, dude, it's about time you guys did something together. And then, you know, the whole thing with the Patriot, outdoors and that going like i was like dude, it's a matter of time before they have something like that cruising so anyway it's been really cool to see that but people love seeing those collaborations and i feel like kind of the podcast is providing a little bit of that collaboration aspect of things because you know we we have to work together it's not like the solo production of, an, of anything and the guests make it what it is dude i mean if it was just me I don't know why anyone would listen because I'm not that interesting. So I don't think you give yourself enough credit. You're an <laughs> awesome guy. You're a smart dude. I mean, coming up with, with this, the brand in and of itself. I mean, I, I think it's genius from a marketing standpoint. I think you knocked it out of the park. You dude, know, you, I, I've spent many years and many Gary V videos, just learning as much as I can about business and like, Again, I hate the word, but like entrepreneurship and just mm-hmm. 
like just starting and I knew my first podcasts were going to be my worst and they for sure were. And I'm sure I'll look back at these in like five years and be like, Oh my God, dude, I said that (laughs) good grief. But you know, that's just how it goes. That's, that's part of the process and I'm okay with that. And you know, plus I, I don't have anything to lose either. It's not like I'm inheriting this awesome thing and I have to keep, keep up the great work. It's like, I'm just starting it. So it should be the worst at the beginning and just progressively get better as I get better and my skills increase. So I've been, yeah, it, it's kind of been, I feel probably the same thing for you. Like you've, you've been intentional about learning what you learn and mm-hmm. then implying that or applying that to like your daily life. And then you just, you just keep going and, and things kind of have a way of like leading to the next thing. And, you know, you, you think of this idea or you pers- pursue this idea for a little bit and things kind of get refined in the process until you, you know, start something awesome like shooter media. And then that opens doors for other things. And so I feel like that's what the podcast has been, has been just like this, a culmination of like all these different things and these passions and desires. And then just kind of like they're being refined and fine tuned to be the podcast. And then hopefully the podcast, which it already has opened up a lot of cool opportunities, but I'm just hoping that it continues and we can just shed more light on this sport and this kind of lifestyle. I mean, I feel like at this point you could say air gunners are pretty darn committed and and it is more of like a lifestyle, you know, like people go crazy over guns and pellets and group sizes. And it's like, that just sounds insane. If you say that to someone Mm -hmm. like, dude, guys will literally, you know, possibly have an erection if they can shoot a group size this big with pellets. Absolutely. Just sounds and at, crazy. at certain ranges. Yeah, no, I no, I, I totally I totally agree. Yeah, and it's so it's a weird thing, man, when you, when you think about it, guys being super into well really any any kind of hobby is, is funny, but just you know, the the idea out there about like pellet guns and air guns is like you mean like a red rider kind of thing? And you're like, no. I mean, this, this one will kill you at 500 yards if you stand still, dude. So it's just kind of funny to think about like, I'm a, like a, I don't know. I wouldn't say I'm like a man's man. Like I'm a big burly guy (laughs) who will like bite the throat out of a cougar. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I always, uh, always kind of describe myself as like maybe looking like a tough lesbian. Fair enough. Um, oh, Rick, Rick, RMP Airgun said you need to shave the man bun. Just throwing that out there. Well, Rick can get dunked on anytime he wants. Oh, so. shots fired. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, he's such a nice guy. He 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 is like one of the most down to earth people ever. He'll be like, I, I don't have skills. I'm like, dude, if I was mean, I would punch you in the face for saying stupid things. But I won't do that. But he seriously is like one of the coolest guys. And he's been a really big help. He's one of one of the people that kind of got me um, pointed in the right direction with things as far as like just getting started with, with air guns and stuff. He's a talented dude. So I'm glad he's kind of starting things. I've been encouraging him to do that since pretty much I met him. But anyway. i him with a secret project. I won't tell anyone, Rick. <laughs> dude, he, he's – I've been on that guy to be like, dude, you literally are like a wizard and you have – incredible skills and you can do things a lot of people can't do so just 
keep doing them and then he could he, he is going to be so successful in this in this industry i mean he he's going to be a powerhouse someday I and mean, that's just yeah i'm he very just, I'm very confident when i when i find these guys and i get talking to them and it's like pick their brain a little bit just like you it's like oh my gosh like you you have so much unlocked and and stuff still needing to be unlocked like your potential is just amazing you know all these guys you know you're, you all rock Dude, yeah, and, and he's one of those dudes for sure. He He's just like, but you just, I don't know if it's, I, I don't know. It's not important what it is, but he just needs to be confident and just accept a compliment and be like, okay, you're right. I, I'm good at machining things or I'm good at this or yeah, I'm a little bit smarter than everyone <laughs> else, you know? So I don't but, know. He thinks I have an accent, so I don't, I don't know how I, I feel about that. Do I have an accent? Are you, are you uh, picking up on my Pennsylvania Dutch? Just, I mean, it just depends on what you say. It's like anything. Like you could, you could go to Southern Colorado, you know, drive three or four hours south of where I'm at, and you'd be like, "Wait, why are you a Texan, dude? You're in Colorado." <laughs> so, it, it, dude, it's just it's all about where where in the state you're at, you know. So I feel like there's some people with pretty hardcore ones. It's not like Minnesota or anything, so you're you're good. Fair you don't have to worry about that. But man. Dude, this has been really good. Um, was there anything else that you wanted to cover or touch on um, or let people know about what you have coming? I know the, you mentioned you have the multiple uh, T-shirt brands launching. And at first, I wasn't sure who was following me. I got the notification for um, – what, what's the Instagram handle? Liberty or Death? Liberty or Death Co. Okay, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like – who is this spam account? You know, you always get like the, hey, <laughs> this 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 brand is looking for brand ambassadors. So I just uh, figured right off the bat it was one of those, but a little bit of yep. time. And oh, I was man. like, oh, so, so, so you're going to turn down my, my brand ambassador program. I see how it is. Dude, if you offer it, I'll, I'm all <laughs> So, but yeah, once I knew what it was, I was like, oh, frick, yeah. So, um, so I know you have at least that going, but is there anything else you want to do? tell listeners about or any anywhere that we can um, send them to be supporting your endeavors as well? Well, I have been working on a, a lifestyle brand essentially for Shooter 1721. I really want to get uh, air gun related, you know, t-shirts, get some merch out there, but not just like merch that says, Hey, Shooter 1721, but like mm -hmm. stuff that really resonates with the, uh, the air gun community. I mean, these, these guys are serious about it. And I feel like it's an industry that would definitely wear it on their sleeve. So it's something I'm 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 working on to mm -hmm. uh, to get a website up, get some product on it, which is going to be rolling out here shortly. We're going to start sending out some uh, some T-shirts. I'll need your need your address. Get you hooked up with some merch, and uh, yeah, dude, so that's what we're working on there. That's awesome, and I'm sure people will be quick to follow along. But um, you know, I've been I've been trying to do that myself, as you'll see with my stuff, and of course the first shirt that i came out with was just gonna have my logo on it um but i've got a lot of ideas so i i'd be happy to uh be a resource for you if you if you want some ideas or just some designs that i've mocked up and things like that but yeah i i really feel like that's an, an untapped side of the the industry is like you know clothing brands for them stuff that that is more it's not so specific like fx air guns or you know Right, Matt yep. Dover T-shirt or w whatever it might be. Not that those are bad. I mean, rock those for sure. I I would absolutely. But same uh, here. 
yeah, just something again, it's, it's like creating that community. So it's like, this isn't limiting to anyone, you know, like right. if you're an air gunner, you can enjoy this shirt and not, you know, it's not like you have to choose sides. I hate the the politics of pretty much everything. Politics just suck in general. Cause you know, and no, we won't go there, but um, absolutely anyway, but uh, yeah, dude. So where can people be following along? Obviously I, I think most people know uh, and, and are probably following you on Instagram and stuff like that, but where should we be keeping an eye for things for shooter media and Nighthawk Media is that the the other one you said you were yep Nighthawk Media Group uh, definitely go follow Shooter Media outlet uh, on Instagram Facebook all those platforms we try and produce content at scale on on all of those platforms and uh, the Oregon Sporting Association go support them uh, check out the Roundup program uh, that's on Pyramid Air's website and on Airgun Depot's website just put a plug in for for those two e-commerce stores they. Uh, they help raise money for uh, programs like uh, youth shooting programs and stuff like that with the mm-hmm. uh, with the Roundup program. I don't know if you're familiar with that or have seen that recently. Uh, um, it, tell us a little bit about that for the listeners who, who might not know. Okay, so last year with COVID, there's a lot of crazy stuff going on, but they rolled out and we, and we kind of did a soft uh, rollout on, uh, on the ASA of the Roundup program. So at checkout, you'll be able to essentially donate some money round up to the nearest dollar if you would like to, or donate more uh, to the roundup program. And all that money is going to go to supporting air gun youth uh, shooting programs. So like in schools or recreational facilities, stuff like that, all that money at the end of the year then gets donated. And the ASA also has two programs right now that you can kind of sign up and become a member of the ASA on a individual level and a pro level. So you can sign up for those and all the proceeds from that also go towards uh, growing the sport. So it's really neat. I love being a part of the ASA, uh, not only as the digital content manager, but just, I just enjoy doing it because I know everything that I'm doing is uh, growing the sport, especially for the next generation, like bringing, shooting sports to, to the, the youth of America is really, really cool. Um, I, I knew it, it, it was a big part of my upbringing. So I, I'm, I'm glad that, you know, what I'm doing is going to help other kids. So that's awesome. Definitely check that out and donate if you, uh, if you get a chance on those two websites. Yeah, well, that's awesome, man. And uh, we have talked a, a, a couple times, just mentioned in, in passing on the podcast about the ASA, but um, for anyone who doesn't know, could you just tell them what the ASA's main goal is for, um, well, really what their main goal is in general? So the primary focus of the Airgun Sporting Association is uh, advocacy for uh, airgun air sporting in general. But uh, the primary focus right now has been on airgun hunting per state, you know, helping uh, push legislation forward to legalize, you know, big boar hunting or just hunting in general, like here in PA, uh, Mitch King has, has done a great job, you know, working with the uh, PA uh, game commission to, to help legalize. We've got uh, some air gun hunting here in PA. Unfortunately, we can only hunt uh, predators, small game and, and groundhogs, you know, woodchucks. So it's, it's not really exciting. So the ASA is working really hard to uh, help legalize that. And, uh, and, and in other states too. 
So they, they do that. And then they also came up with uh, universal bench rest rules. So that, that's kind of neat. Hopefully in the near future, we'll kind of see uh, more competitions using like a, a more universal uh, rule book, essentially, that, mm-hmm. that has been set forth by, you know, by the ASA. That way we, everyone, like it doesn't matter where, you know, the competition is, if it's like a sanctioned event uh, or just a local event, like you can, you just know that, you know, these are the set rules mm-hmm. and, you know, going into it. So that's kind of neat too. And there's, there's a lot yet to come. I mean, there, there's a ton of stuff in the works there. There's a, a decent sized team uh, just working on air gunning, you know, legislation and everything else. And, and the community too. I mean, we, we don't just keep it all in house. Like we couldn't do the ASA couldn't do what it's doing without the the content creators and just regular you know just air gunner air gun enthusiasts you know mm-hmm. there's uh the facebook page the air gun sporting association just facebook group where we're working on getting uh subgroups within that to kind of get people per state so we can mobilize you know to go talk to legislators or you know just have boots on the ground mm-hmm. for uh for anything we need to we need to do in those states from a from a government standpoint, you know, to go talk at, you know, annual meetings and stuff like that with uh, the, the game, local game commission and stuff like that. So um, yeah, there's a lot of opportunity for people to get involved. I mean, and all you got to do is shoot the Arrogant Sporting Association uh, an, an email and be like, Hey, I'm from, you know, Kentucky. I'd like to see what I can do about getting this, that or the other thing passed. Mm-hmm. So we uh, just add you to the list and when stuff comes up, we'll reach out and, get the ball rolling. Sweet, man. Well, yeah, and that's a good, it's a good uh, organization to, to be a part of, like you said. And I, I need to, uh, I think early on when I had the podcast, I, I was looking at it and trying to figure out how to get <clears throat> signed up or like show up on there like Chris Turek. But I mm-hmm. just, I wasn't handsome enough or something, but I think I might be at a point now where I could do that. Or, But you said you can get, a, get signed up individually as well, right? So it doesn't, yep. you don't have to be, recognize so i need to do that anyway too but absolutely uh i can definitely uh i, I know some people wink wink okay cool <laughs> but yeah def- definitely go there sign up as a professional or a uh an individual the the proceeds are definitely going to a really good cause so wicked dude yeah well uh we'll, we'll, i'll send as many people there as i can but um yeah, this has been really awesome, dude. And I'm looking forward to another episode with you, possibly in person. You know, don't wanna don't wanna be too prophetic, but also <laughs> that would be awesome. But yeah, absolutely. Uh, wicked Ryan. Well, thanks so much, man. I really appreciate you taking time out of your very, very busy schedule to to do this with me. Um any shout outs you wanna give or any last words, any bits of advice to people looking to start the next amazing YouTube channel? Oh my goodness. You're going to, you're going to lose sleep. If you're one of the next Epic YouTube channel, I got a question for you though. One question before I go, what is your top three air guns? Oh man. Ones that I've shot or ones that I dream about. Oh, I don't know. I mean, okay. Well, I'll just say top three. Um, one's going to be a, the FX impact. That was a blast to shoot. Um, and that, so I'll, I'll give you the top three that I've shot. So FX Impact was wicked. 
Um, that's, that's where I, I got my longest confirmed kill of 220 yards on a little Sweet. Uh, chipmunk, basically with the, the impact in 25 shooting the hybrids. Um, and then another gun that I really liked was, um, the Oregon compact. And mm. that I liked that the, the side lever was up front, but it was on the opposite side of the gun. So I could keep my trigger finger on there. And then, um, the, uh, the wildcat dude, the, the Mark three wildcat, when I went out to Utah and was, you know, we were shooting and filming some stuff with the guys from Utah air guns with those. That was awesome. Um, and then probably my top three that I've not shot or I'd like an opportunity to shoot would be, um, Texan probably in in 45 or or larger and I'd like to shoot a hot on blitz that looks like a fun gun in 30 cal <laughs> see um, and you know uh and then I would say Maybe a like a day state red wolf HP and just I don't know zip something at a long range with that. That's a cool gun. I, I like the stock. I, I don't know how I feel about the electronic components, not really. Huge I fan like, of that, but I dig it. I really dig it. Electronic components. I grew up playing paintball, so I mean, like, all of our markers were you know e markers, so I'm, I'm really familiar with you know that kind of stuff so it's, it's kind of neat yeah i'm sure i'd have to shoot one and in my mind could probably be changed but i would like to get a hold of a, a day state red wolf or something like that and let her rip but <laughs> it's hard that's a hard question because it, you know it's just like saying like what's the best air gun you know it's like well what am i doing am i shooting a hog from a helicopter or am i shooting a rat you know right because uh, either way i'll take a texan in 50 cal so <laughs> the new carbine man let me tell you what that texan carbine that is if i was gonna snag something right now that'd be, be what i'd be picking up yeah i i do need to get a big board but I, I also need to get a lot more things in line to be able to use them that's one of the tricky things for me being in a state where we can't hunt big game with air guns yet mm -hmm. it's like it's hard for me to justify it you know because hunting in your own state is a lot cheaper than hunting not in your own state so then it's like even more money to go and hunt somewhere else but either way eventually hopefully we'll be able to get some big game here in colorado um or i'll just be at a point where i i got them big bucks and i can just go wherever i want and hunt a freaking jamaican seahorse or whatever kind of exotic creatures or or about <laughs> but yeah dude i guess those are my my top three awesome well, dude, thank you again. This was really fun, and I really do look forward to uh, meeting you someday. Uh, Absolutely. The invitation's open, so whenever you get the, uh, the capital and the time, man, you got to make the trip. I hope you enjoyed what you just heard on the Airgun Podcast. If you're not following along on social media, I would encourage you to consider doing that. If you don't have social media, 
well, that's okay. Just be 85. Um, and uh, if you guys want to head over to the Liberty or Death Co. Instagram page, you can check them out. And it will go straight to the website where you can pick up the apparel. And um, you can use code YEET for free shipping. That's capital Y, capital E, capital E, capital T, as in taters. And you can get free shipping on your order. So enter in code YEET. And then be sure that you are following along with the Aircon Sporting Association and all of the other uh, 1,000 things that Ryan is a part of. And, um, yeah, let him know that you heard the episode. Tell him what's up. And uh, we'll get some more things going for you guys. But thanks for checking out this episode. Be subscribed to the podcast if you would. If you want to leave a review, that's dope. If you don't, then just don't do that, okay? But anyway, love you guys. Have a good one. And uh, we'll see you next week.